freedom. It's a gift from God that we don't need permission from anyone to exercise. It's the right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. We want to do all of that under the umbrella of obedience to God's word and Christ's lordship. And there we find the sweet spot of all the freedom we need and the safety from our own imperfections so that we're able to flourish. As thoughtful women, we're thinking of how we can intentionally pursue greater freedom in all areas of life, wellness, time, finances, American life, and more, to the benefit of our families and communities. Hey, I'm Cheryl Reese. Welcome to the Thoughtful Mom Podcast. Are you ready for some thought-provoking conversations? Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Thoughtful Mom Podcast. I'm Cheryl Reese, your host, and I'm just so excited to spend this time together. Um, How is your winter going? I hope it's really going great. I can't believe it's February already, and I'm really excited that it's February already because I live, I honestly, I really try to embrace every season and I'm learning to do that more and more, but deep down my favorite really is spring and summer. So I'm just really embracing this time, but really happy that it's clipping along. So uh, it hasn't always been like that for some years. So I, I don't know, you know, if you're listening to this, you may be my friend or you may be new to me and to the podcast. And so welcome. I grew up in Texas where we had like one or two months of winter. <laughs> and then I moved up here through a series of life events into the Midwest and we have about six months of winter and so we have had a huge learning curve over the last few years of how to find the great awesome things about winter and really enjoy it and embrace it and so I'm always happy to see the sun and the warmer days coming but I do I am learning to love winter more and more so that's actually what we're going to be talking about is embracing the season and coping with the rougher days of winter and uh, learning to see the gifts in it and embrace it and make it a really memorable time for our families. Before I do that though, I've got to mention, I want to thank you guys. You guys have been such a great audience and I'm still learning my way around my recording app, but every now and then I'll go into the different podcast players and I'll see these new reviews that have been sitting there and I hadn't known about them. So thank you. Thank you so much for subscribing and for uh, giving the five-star reviews and leaving your comments and feedback for other people who may stumble across us. I really, your words mean so much and it encourages me to know that it's an encouragement to you. And I just really appreciate you taking the time to leave that feedback for other people. And so I just wanted to acknowledge that and tell you thank you and how much you guys mean to me uh, as an audience. And also that being said, have you heard that we just uh, got our Instagram launched for the podcast? So make sure you go over to Instagram and find the Thoughtful Mom Podcast. It's, It's all the whole words, the Thoughtful Mom Podcast. And make sure you're uh, following us over there. And if you find something in the podcast helpful that you're implementing and you happen to make a post about it, make sure you tag the Thoughtful Mom podcast 
so that I can hear your feedback and uh, see what you're loving too. I, I love the two-way conversation that that can breed and so that it feels more like a friend-to-friend coffee date, even though we can't always get together for coffee. So all that being said, I want to go on and move into our topic for the day. And that is about winter time and maybe some things that you may struggle with, things that I've struggled with in winter, and then ways to overcome that and ways to really come to love winter. So that would be sometimes you have days and days where the sun is behind the clouds. <laughs> Here in Ohio, that just happened recently. And so I was just, oh, it was a day. It had been about eight days since we had seen the sun. And my husband and I were starting to Google, where in America is the sun shining? And can we drive there in six hours? And uh, so I was kind of having a conversation about that on my personal social media page. And it was interesting to see everybody else's um, experiences with that kind of thing and to know you're not alone and I'm not alone. (laughs) But some things that I'm learning can be helpful. One is being, keeping a really good sleep schedule. Choose some kind of purpose that you have the next morning to help you go to bed at a good time and get up at a good time, not just binge another show, not just stay up endlessly scrolling on your phone, but to have a purpose and a sense of urgency that gets you, you know, it may not get you totally excited because once you get in that, that rut, sometimes nothing is exciting, but something that will help you, that will draw you to start your day and to keep moving and not get stuck into your screen, which kind of can compound all those feelings. Also, keeping moving, whether that's a few floor exercises inside or bundling up and getting out for a brisk walk or to go sledding or skiing if that's available in your area. Also, one of the things my friends suggested last week was a light therapy lamp. And I've heard since then, I've heard several people say, oh yeah, that did it for me, that really helped. And there's a lot of options online. I found one that was, um, at the time it was on sale for just 25 bucks. And so I was like, yes. (laughs) So I am eagerly awaiting getting that in the mail. Uh, It doesn't have UV rays, but it does stimulate your brain the same way that the sun does. And I've just heard everybody loves it. Uh, Whether they live in a really cloudy city out west or if it's just any, any place where the sun doesn't shine a lot in the winter, it's really great. Also, make sure that you're getting enough vitamin D. My doctor was talking about vitamin D and she said, you know, these days in modern times, nobody gets enough vitamin D because we're inside all the time. So we're already struggling with our vitamin D. And then when the winter comes and we put on long sleeves and go inside and we're not absorbing any sun, it just can get worse. And vitamin D is really good for brain function and keeping all those levels optimal. So get a good vitamin D supplement. Invite friends over, have coffee, have a visit, have that stimulation. If there is a sunny day, (laughs) roll your sleeves up and sit beside the window. Uh, I have one side of my house that's full of windows and I really, when the sun is out, I just, I park there for a long time and we just do everything from that position. 
and just getting the the sun in my eyes to wake me up and rolling up my sleeves and getting it into my skin uh, to help my body metabolize vitamin D has is really helpful and cheery. Also, consider planning your future garden. You know, when you're thinking of summer and working towards it and feeling like you're preparing for it, it helps you remember that the sun isn't going to stay behind the clouds forever and that spring always follows winter. It is coming. Even on, you know, the eighth day of no sun or the 16th day of no sun, it just telling yourself the truth that that summer, that heat, that sunlight is coming back. And so we're going to get ready for it and we're going to plant our seeds. And it's just so fun. I love looking through seed catalogs and looking through gardening books and getting tips. So you you might enjoy that too. Also, on a, on a similar but slightly different note, I did want to share a book with you that I read one time. And it's by Tim LaHaye. He's a Christian author and he wrote a really excellent Christian perspective on how to win over depression. Now, wintertime blues is different from actual depression, but it might still have some helpful thoughts for you. Or maybe if you are having trouble telling, is this just winter blues or have I been through a lot of really hard things lately that just have me sad all the time? Uh, It can help you sort through that and know that you're not alone. You're not losing your mind. You just, you know, you're a human being and it's a very gracious, loving, helpful, intelligent look at the topic. And so if you or someone you know struggles with depression, encourage them to get any, get the help they can. If they need to go to a doctor, there's no shame in that. If they need to just get some self-education on it, that is so helpful and empowering and could really change a life. So Tim LaHaye, look him up. Uh, He has a really great really great take on the topic. Now, switching gears a little bit from the parts of winter that are hard to a really fun way to look at winter that comes from Scandinavia. And it's a really fun word to say called huga. It's spelled H-Y-G-E-E. It looks like hygiene or hygiene, uh, but it's actually pronounced huga. And if you know, Scandinavia, you know, they are cold. They are way up north. I think they experience a lot of this winter stuff a lot, probably more than we do here in the Midwest even. But they are, they have this concept of called huga. It's a form, it's like this atmosphere, creating the atmosphere and ambiance that promotes well-being. It's this this idea of everyday togetherness, nice, cozy, safe, known. And so I have tried to implement, create my own feeling of huga in our home during the winter as a way of distinguishing it from summer when we are outside running around more active and turn winter into more of a inward focus and focus on family togetherness and just making home super cozy. So I, I'm cooking more soups and stews 
the the heat that the stove puts off helps warm the home a little more and eating those hot things keeps our bodies raises our body temperature for a couple of hours afterwards and then you know baking to it makes things more cozy the kids enjoy doing that together and gives us you know yummy munchies to have with our hot chocolate or hot tea Again, family time, you know, spend, since we can't go out in the yard for the evening or out on the front porch, spending that time in the living room while, you know, there's snow all over the ground, doing puzzles and board games. Our kids are at such a fun age now that we could, we bought them some games and puzzles for Christmas and we've really been enjoying that aspect this winter. If your kids are old enough and creative enough, let them make put on their own skits and their own plays and let them clean up and put the things away and it can really be entertaining. It develops their imaginations and you'll really have a lot of good laughs. I think of the uh, the skits that they did in Little Women and uh, just how many hours of fun that that family had. <laughs> Work through a great book as a family. This will... Again, feed their imaginations, grow their vocabulary, give you guys all a story to follow together, building your family culture, and just, you know, a couple pages after dinner every night or, you know, in the morning while the last few stragglers are eating breakfast, just sit down and get cozy and read that book and see, see how many really great works you can work through over the winter. Maybe a hand project would give you something to help pass the time and help mark the time with. You know, if you if you can, if it's the type of project where you can count out how many squares you're making for your afghan or at this point in winter, I'd like to be at this point in my project and help you have a goal to strive towards, help you see progress uh, when there's not as much going on on the social calendar. It still gives you something to kind of mark time by. This winter, I'm working on uh, quilts for our boys' bunk beds and then an afghan because I can't take with a quilt in the car. It's too big and bulky. But uh, when we go on a longer drive, I take the afghan to work on. Or um, I'm also working on a scrapbook. So y'all, <laughs> I have a confession to make. I we let's see. Steve and I have been married nine and a half years, and I have not made one family album in all this time. We've taken tons of pictures, but the thought of organizing and printing and putting it all together oh, really overwhelmed me for a long time and so I just never did it and I decided you know what this winter is gonna be the time I start so I've already got my first set of free prints from Shutterfly and got my scrapbook from Hobby Lobby and I'm just ready to start sliding those pictures in there and getting it done and so this winter my goal is to get 2020 all albumed and I think once I do that first one it'll be a lot easier to do the process in the future and we'll have our family albums you can also you can sleep extra some you know we have longer nights shorter days it's a chance for your body to go into rest mode and recover recuperate from times of the year that have been busier like I mentioned earlier start your seeds indoors it'll be fun to see that life developing and fun to see them progress and change. Your kids will really enjoy that too. There is winter and 
the aspects of embracing it and embracing the seasons. So how about you do this? If you are enjoying winter and already practicing your own huga, why don't you share about that on Instagram and tag at the Thoughtful Mom Podcast. I would love to see what you're doing to enjoy your winter. 